Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I have returned to the land of the living. I am a zombie. I am a zombie. I am a zombie. Becomes one of them. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. Good, but 
you know, I'm trying here. So and I'm still feeling a little under the weather. But uh, let's get to the Observer News here. Looks like Christian came back um, on ECW on Tuesday. Uh, it was a pretty good match. It was a, a good a good return. But I, I don't know. I kind of sucks that they took him out of the spot that Matt Hardy took. Um, I mean, it would have worked, but, you know, still, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what will happen. But um, also we have uh, Carl Parisian of the UFC testing positive for a bunch of gimmicks. Um, you know, <laughs> what, what can I say? I mean, I, I don't condone, you know, I don't know. You know, if you can do what you're going to do, it's cool. Um, you know, who am I to hate? So I don't know about that guy. You know, and plus also uh, GSP with the, the whole, you know, Vaseline shit. I don't know. Sucks dick. I don't know. I don't know if he was cheating. I don't know if it was his corner. From the footage I saw, I mean, it was obvious that, you know, that there was some greasing going on. Um, I honestly, you know, it, it, it's a load of crap. But uh, also, for those that are listening on the live stream, uh, we'll be, we will be taking calls for the whole two-hour show, uh, area code 347-215-7946. And also, we will be playing trivia in a little while. Uh, before our second guest comes on, and we'll be giving away. Uh, let's see, what can we give away? Oh, we'll give away a DVD from WrestleWarehouse.com. How's that sound? Then we can play next week, and and we'll give out something from a uh, Slam Bam Jam. So yeah, we'll play trivia later on in the show. Uh, let's get back to the news here. I'm going through the. Oh yes, in April uh, for Strike Force, uh, Frank Shamrock against Nick Diaz down here in, in San Jose. Uh, it's going to be a huge match, especially down here. You know. Nikki's from Stockton, Frank's, you know, obviously in in San Jose. So, I mean, not to mention, you know, congratulations to uh, Scott Coker for, for buying the Elite XE stuff. Um, he automatically made Strikeforce a player. And to be honest, I knew in 2006 the first uh, Strikeforce MMA show at the, at the Shark Tank in San Jose that it was going to be, a, you know, they were going to be a big deal. They just, they put on a really good show, you know, and it, it's, it's really fun, fun stuff. Um, let's see, we have a show coming up. This on the, let me get it out here. Dave, I'm sorry, brother. Uh, yeah, Saturday, February 14th, 3 p.m., IHWE Cold War in Dallas, Texas, at the Mexico Lindo Bazaar Arena, 10724 Garland Road in Dallas, Texas. Um, if you need any information on IHW, you can go to IHWENow.com. Um, they've got a lot of stuff in the works. Um, David Fuller has been been working really hard down there to uh, to get things together. And wow, you know Dave's putting in the work. So I gotta say. Also, if you're in the Fresno area uh, tomorrow night at uh, the Celand Arena in Fresno. Ken Shamrock will be taking on Ross Clifton, and Tank Abbott will be taking on Mike Bork. Um, this would be for War Gods and Ken Shamrock Productions. Once again, that's in Fresno um, in Central California. You might want to check that out if you're in the area. Um, I highly recommend uh, watching Ken fight. You know, he's you know he's fun, just fun to watch. I'm not saying he's the best fighter in the world. Um, I just think he's really entertaining, and, and he's fun to watch. Um, and coming up, 
on the 13th in Davie, Florida, which is in tomorrow night we have at the PAL Gymnasium, uh, Pro Wrestling Fusion. I'm not quite sure who's booked. Um, you know, you would probably see a lot of the regular Florida guys like Hages, uh maybe the Heavenly Bodies. I'm not sure what uh, Vito's doing this weekend, but, yeah, you could, you could uh, you know, check them out. Uh, remember, guys, support your local indies. Support your local indies. I mean, you know, the wrestling superstars from, you know, for the future are not coming, you know, out of the amateur ranks anymore. Those guys are all going into MMA. So, you know, they're going to find these these young kids, um, you know, in the uh, independence, and you never know who you're going to find. Um, you really never know who you're going to find in the indies. I mean, you know, there are diamonds in the rough, and you, you never know who you will see. You know, I was lucky in 97 to, you know, to go to local indie out here, all pro wrestling, and I got to see Michael Modest, you know, in his formative years, becoming that kick-ass heel, uh, Vic Grimes, uh, Crash Holly, before, you know, before he was Crash, um, Donovan Morgan, uh, you know, I mean, I, I saw Christopher Daniels for the first time in, in 97 up here. Um, you know, I mean, it's just amazing. You know, you you go to these shows, you never know who you're going to really see. Um, now I'm waiting for Mr. X to call in. Uh, let's uh, check my space here, see if see if he uh, sent me a message here. Okay, let's load her up, load her up, load her up. Ah, I don't see anything. Um, hmm. Now let's see if he's online. I don't see him. He doesn't seem to be online. So let's go to the switchboard and see. No. Okay. Well, let's see. What do we have? <coughs> Well, you know what? Let's play a quick commercial. And now, a message from our sponsor. Are you looking for that hard-to-find Lucha Libre mask from Lucha Fan in your life? Or a t-shirt? Or a DVD for the rest of your fan in your life? If so, I've got the perfect shirt for you. WrestleWarehouse.com WrestleWarehouse.com carries pro wrestling DVDs, Lucha masks, t-shirts, among other highly recommend any of the three shoot interviews that WrestleWarehouse.com has conducted with Michael Modest, the Fowler Brothers, and Tracy Simmons. Once again, that's WrestleWarehouse.com and tell Jeff that KC from Northgard Radio sent you. Oh, well, there you go. Another cheap plug for one of my sponsors. Um, let's see. Coming up in the very near... I'm, not, I'm really crappy with dates. Um, see, Fox City up here in Northern California has a show coming up on the 21st. You can get information on that at fogcitywrestling.com. Um, to be honest, I didn't do my homework today. I've been in bed pretty much all day. But yeah, Fog City's got a show on the 21st. And Pro Wrestling Revolution has their show on the 28th in King City, which will be headlined by Oliver John challenging NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Blue Demon Jr., uh, which should be fun. LEO Del Rey Mysterio is on the card uh, in a, I think it's a six-man, but 
still you get to see uh, Io Del Rey, uh, who's you know a tremendous, tremendous talent. Uh, you need to go out of your way to see that kid. Um, let's see what else do we have. Am I remembering anything? Oh boy, my memory's horrible. Oh man, I am getting old. This memory of mine is flipping big time. Well, let's go to the MySpace again, see if Mr. X sent me a message. Uh, doesn't look like it. So, let's go to Plan B. Uh, oh, um, just to let the listeners know that um, starting in March, March 4th, which is the first Wednesday of, uh, of March, I'll be switching to... Wednesday nights, man, and we're still going to be on at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, and I will also have a new co-host, my co-host Rob from Pittsburgh. He's a a radio and TV uh, major, I think at Pitt. I'm not sure, you know, exactly what school, but yeah, that's his major. Um, He's a good guy. Uh, We didn't do a tryout or anything. I just, you know, I talked to him, and I figured, okay, this guy's good. Um, He's got a good voice. You know he's not not gonna make a fool of himself. You know he knows you know he knows about the business and you know he's not you know some blind blind idiot who's not smartened up either. So yeah, he'll be on. Um, okay, man, I don't know what's up with this thing. I'm gonna reload the board. Maybe uh maybe the board's not working right. I don't know. Let's uh let's reload it here. Um oh let's go back to the news. Uh, oh, we have a lineup for UFC 96 in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, the prelims, we have Aaron Riley, who's one hell of a hard hitter against Shane Nelson. Uh, Brandon Vera against Mike Pat. Tim Bosch against Jason Brills. Kendall Grove and Jason, against Jason Day. Tamden, the Barncat McGorry against Ryan Madigan. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that they pushed uh, Grove and Vera down into the prelims. But, you know, I guess it's to maybe take pressure off them or whatever. But, you know, they need to just uh, they need to cut Kendall Grove. I can't stand that guy. That guy's a goof. Um, I've never liked him. You know, he's uh, always been a dick. And I have on the line now the owner of SoCalProWrestling.com and WrestleWarehouse.com, Mr. Jeff Tino. Jeff, welcome to the show. Let's try this again. Welcome to the show. Oh, can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Yes. There we Finally, go. We have another, another human being here, so everybody doesn't have to listen to me babble. Oh, how long have you been doing that? About 15 minutes now. I was waiting for Mr. X to call in. About 200 shows? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, dog. So, tell me, how is the school going? Uh, the school's going really well. Uh, got a school in uh, Escondido, California, and uh, Monday through Thursday, Lucha American Training, and uh, it's going really well. Now, this is the question for you, Jeff. How many virgins have you had come in that had no training? How many training? what? How many kids have, co- have come into the school that had no training? That oh, virgins. Um, I'd say almost all of them. I think we've... 
We've got about uh, eight students right now. Uh, the school's been open for uh, just only a couple weeks, and uh, I think I think about one or two of them have uh, been in a ring before the rest are virgins. Awesome. That's that's good news. That's what you want is the guys that never been in there. I mean, it's different having guys, you know, regular workers come in and you know tighten their shit up. That's different. But it's good to get you know young kids in there that you know that haven't done anything. That way, you know, SoCal Crazy can start from scratch and mold him. Um, there you go. There it is. <laughs> what more of an endorsement do you need? <laughs> so Man. just like you said, SoCal Crazy head trainer. Uh, we've got uh, this week Tommy Wilson started coming in. Uh, we've got Tommy Wilson in. Uh, Brian Stone has been known to stop by every now and again. Wasn't uh, wasn't, so, wasn't, Tom, wasn't Tommy Wilson trained at UPW? Uh, he was. He started, I believe, it was with uh, Ken Shamrock at the Lions Den down in San okay. Diego, and he actually did training uh, for UPW. There you go. Uh, with up with until, Oliver John. <clears throat> yeah, he was he was doing it up until right. I believe towards the end of '08. So he just just recently stopped. Well, there you go. So there you go. It's amazing how all these people are connected in this strange business. It's really odd. Right. Everybody is everybody's connected somehow. There you go. So now I must say that I have you on the line now. I must say. That that Leonino SoCal Crazy match from Oakland was really really good. It was really really good. It was uh, it was a good match. Uh, if anybody hadn't seen it, there's a new guy out there, Leonino. Uh, he just started just started in San Diego, so hopefully we'll see some good things from him. Yeah, if you want to see that video, guys, go to SoCalProWrestling.com. On the front page, there's a, a video area, and you, you click there's on a, that. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a link at the bottom for videos, and and it's on there, um, along with all of the other videos from SoCalPro for the last uh, two years. There you go. Now, I, I have to ask you, as a promoter, guy who runs a company, what did you think of the job? That Northern California referee Sparky Ballard did for you. Oh, I liked him. I, I um, he's a real nice guy. I've I've met him. Uh, I don't think he remembered meeting me, but I I, I met him. Uh, oh, I think it was up at a at a big time show. Uh, it was one we went to last year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've I've seen him around for a while. <clears throat> he's been around for for quite a while now. I don't, I don't know how long, but but I I just remember seeing him around for quite a while. Yeah, he's solid. He's probably the best ref up here. Is he? You know, yeah, just um, makes things look legitimate. <clears throat> you know, I mean, even okay. I was the timekeeper, and he was making two counts, and he was pointing at me for two. I was like, okay, now you're working, brother. You know, he wasn't in the way. You know, the way he played with uh, Leonino was pretty funny too. Yeah, it was good. It was a uh, it was a good time up there. Uh, what do you got? What do you got going on? You got some shows heading up there soon? 
There's uh, a bunch of shit, actually. Uh, you, got, you got you got the champ Blue Demon heading up there uh, next week. Is it next? I think it's it's not next week, is it? Uh, next week on the 21st. Is it the 21st? I thought it was the 28th. No, 21st. 21st. That's right. Fog City yeah. is the 28th. That's right. And then in uh, March 6th and 7th, we have a double shot for big time wrestling. I will be at those shows. Uh, I'll be rooting on the Ballards individually, of course. <laughs> you can get info on those shows at btwrestling.com. Um, you need to check out a big time show. Yeah, if you live up there, those are fun shows. I, I, I've been to a couple of them. Um, I, I had a good time. They're different. They're different. That, that's all I have to say is they're different. Yeah, they're old school feel. You know, all the way to the ring announcer. I mean, Alan Bolte was the ring announcer for the Cow Palace. I mean, it goes, you know, the roots are that that far back. And the, the name of the TV show for San Francisco was Big Time Wrestling. So that that's where Kirk White got the name from. I think he may have even acquired the name, legally acquired the name. <clears throat> so that, you know, there are ties all the way back. This is, yeah. you know, it's not just in Indy. I mean, this thing goes back from from the ashes and just amazing and yeah Kirk always puts on a good show uh, I have no idea who they're using this time I know they're using the Ballards I'm pretty sure Puma's coming up too uh, I'm not sure who else but uh he's uh he's moving to Florida from what I heard Puma? TJ really? he lost a Lose Relief Town match a weeks ago Gorilla? Uh, Jesse. Oh, it was Jesse. Okay. I believe so, huh? That's what's hmm. posted online, so that's... Why would he move to if Florida? If you believe what you read online, that's that's what you read. It's either TNA or he's going to try to latch on a Florida championship. <laughs> I don't see that happening. You know, since TNA is cutting guys left and right, and you know, hey, I, just, hey, I, hey, I, I just, I just say what I, what I read <laughs> online. So, <laughs> well, I mean, there are plenty of shows every weekend in Florida too. So, I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Their scenes alive and well too. I mean, I'm not knocking them. I just don't. There's some, point. there's some prick, there's some prick out there too. Uh, that guy that ran that show last March had a bunch of no shows. You know who I'm talking about. <clears throat> Frank Goodman? Yeah. <laughs> the masked maniac. <laughs> or would it be the masked mini art? I don't know. That's, is that the show they had a demolition no-showed? Mm-hmm. Or, or wasn't going to get paid, and so they didn't show Raven and Disco Inferno? And, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. That promoter is a prick. <laughs> Why? Because you pay for your ticket? Yeah, I was in town and I wanted to see a show, and and ninety percent of the guys that were advertised no showed or or didn't didn't want to show because they knew they weren't getting paid. So so fuck you, Goodman. <laughs> there you go. I'll have to send a link of this to Frank. But you know, Frank's used to well, getting, I you know I I, I had asked I had asked what happened and when I was there and I got they they blew me off and so I I won't go back. Okay. So when's your next show, Jeff? 
Uh, my next show is next Saturday, the 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, got a got a pretty good card lined up. Uh, at least I hope so. <laughs> Uh, we're headlined with a steel cage match, <clears throat> SoCal Crazy and and the the SoCal Pro Champ Jason Redondo. Their feud goes back all the way pretty much till the first show that we had two years ago. So it's been a long time coming, and got to end. I got to end next week. So cage match. It's been a long time since there's been one in San Diego. So. I hope the, the fans are ready. And the semi-main uh, semi events for the SoCal Pro Tag Team Championship, we have Cool Imagery. Who cool are, Imagery uh, against um, LTP, LTP and Willie Mack, uh, which, should, which should be a great match. Hadn't had uh, – it'll be the first time Willie Mack's come out for us, so looking forward to no, that. I, I, I have a question. I I see here you have Rock and Roll Rebel Soul Johnny Yuma against Big Nasty Jason Watts. Now, was Big Nasty, did he used to be Eric Watts? Uh, he, he was, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. I was just confused. Yeah. Cool. Cool. This, uh, this is a rematch from last month. <clears throat> uh, Chimera, Chimera says he's injured, so he, he threw Watts in his place, and now we're back with a rematch. This month with uh, Johnny Yuma and uh, Jason Watts, and Johnny Yuma has just quickly become one of the, the top fan favorites in SoCal Pro within a matter of months. So, pretty crazy how the how the fans have just clutched onto him like they have. So, there's photos online. He got mobbed back in November. So, there's about 30 kids, pretty much. Dragging him to the ground, trying to get autographs. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I can picture. <laughs> so, oh, if man. you look at, if you go on the website and look at the November photos, you'll see him getting mobbed by fans. <laughs> <laughs> then we have also Ariel Star teaming with Locura, which is kind of an interesting team to take on Anchors Away, David E. Jones, and Ryan Stone. Um, if you don't know. Uh, Anchors Away won the SoCal or yeah SoCal Uncensored Tag Team of the Year. Oh, did um, they? <laughs> they did. At least the voting portion. I, I don't know about the, you know the, the other part, but they won. The I don't voting know. They've portion. got they've got they've got trophies that they're carrying around now that say 2008 Southern California Tag Team of the Year. So uh, oh. the polls weren't even closed, and they're carrying trophies around. <laughs> That's it. Nothing wrong with that. Well, since we're talking about SoCal Uncensored, the polls, uh, Rock and Roll Rebel Soul Johnny Yuma won the voting, the voting on the on the message board. So I don't care what the hell you know the the powers that be for SoCal Uncensored come up with. They're the pe- He's the people's rookie of the year. Wow. <laughs> there you go. That's that. Wow. You can only. I don't know who's. Uh, those those rankings are, are something else. <laughs> hey, Johnny Yuma was ranked 13th last month. Well, that's also because he wrestled in L.A. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, nobody that nobody that does any voting or to or as a part of that goes to shows in San Diego. So 
come down here sometime and see what you got with the San Diego guys. There you They're go. waiting for everyone they, to go up to L.A. They, they should call it almost SoCal Uncensored. There you go. Because Southern California doesn't end at L.A. It ends at Mexico. There you go. There's there's so many there's so many good matches that happen down here and, and people just you know, they either don't hear about it, they don't see it. And you know, if if you're on that, that little group of guys that has to vote every month, you know, at least at least have somebody that goes to a couple of these shows down here every month. You know, you whatever you got five, six guys that are doing the voting, at least have one or two of them down in San Diego to to get some kind of report of what they've seen. You know, don't wait for us to put put videos up of everything. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to watch them anyway. Well, it's true, but if you want it to be a legit, credible website, get the job done. Very good point. And the views of Jeff Dino do not reflect those of Rubber Guard Radio. <laughs> I could, I'm picturing all my posts being pulled right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Whatever, Jeff. You know I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that's the truth. If, if there's if there's any kind of poll and there's and there's people voting, you know, make it make it credible. Come to San Diego. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's true. It's not like you're lying. You know, a lot of stuff happening well, down here. You know, we're going. We're going, uh, I have a show in, in two weeks, the week after the 21st on the 28th, and we're going to be up in Riverside, so make our, our how, L.A. debut. How'd you get up there? What what happened? What what made you decide to run Riverside? Uh, because there's no wrestling up there. No wrestling in Riverside, and we've had a lot of people, you know, I actually had emails of people wondering when we were going to L.A. So, um, and just from just word of mouth and just hearing people talk, a lot of people are excited. So hopefully, hopefully we get a good turnout. And and if you don't come down to San Diego ever, uh, and you're from L.A., you know, come check us out on the 28th and and see what we have, you know, what we have to offer that we're that we're doing once a month in Oceanside. Cool. cool. So, and if you like it, come down to Oceanside because we're doing it every month. Any word on when they're going to run the next set of NWA TV tapings? Have you heard anything? Uh, I believe it's on their website. Okay. Well, let's go. Uh, sometime in March. I am at NWAWrestling.com. Uh, uh, I, I think it's posted on their website. I'm horrible. I did no homework today, Jeff. Uh, today. <laughs> you know. oh, eat me, bro. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, hmm, upcoming events. Yeah, I want upcoming events. A, bu- a bunch of people told me it was on the website, so that's why I'm telling you. I just see Blue Demon holding his full throttle. Oh, Hey man, that stuff is good. <laughs> it's good with tequila, bro. <laughs> uh, I like I like the black can a little better. The original. 
they've whatever, got some new, new they've got some new coffee one. The the girls at the show were telling me to drink the coffee one. They said it was really good. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll try one of those. I I'm not seeing it here. I might oh, be. Oh, all right. Must be blind. I, can, I don't. I, I can check for you. I'll let you know. But sometime in March. Uh, I think so. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. Maybe not. Well, maybe maybe May. Let's see here. So. So who else do we got I, on the show tonight? I have. Coming up after you, I have Gabe Gabe Ramirez of Gabe Ramirez, and following him will be MPT, Mr. Primetime. Oh, I thought he was on before me. I uh, I gave away his main event. We we broke that weeks ago. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to blow his load. No, no, no. He's got plenty to talk about. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But Gabe's only going to be on by himself for about 15, and then he'll be on with uh, MPT and myself. So, <clears throat> yeah, it should be fun. M- MPT's uh, kind of a, a hybrid with Two Cold Scorpio and Low Key. He's a lot like that. Does a lot of Booker T's like high kick and shit like that. He's really good. Uh huh. He's good. He's fun. I don't know if he went down for the tapings or not. I don't I don't know if he did or not. Uh there were there's so many people that that were down on some of those tapings. I heard it was a madhouse in the back. Oh, I don't think so. Not a lot of people you know, some people not getting booked or whatever. Oh, well, I mean you know, not everybody can get booked on every show and a lot of people just don't just don't understand that. <laughs> no. I, I don't I don't I really don't dig it, brother, when people people show up to the there's building not, or show up to the building and try to get booked. You, you know, know that, if, if there's a if there's a card that's out, I have I've had that so many times and you know, if you're just not on the show, there's probably just no room for you. There's probably a good reason for it, you know, and a lot of guys don't understand that. That's <laughs> if you're not on the show and you know, you can't be on every single show every single time for every single company. So, Well, see, I, yeah. I believe that guys guys should always bring their gear with them. Yes. Keep it in the car. Go into the building, say hello to the promoter, shake their hand, and ask the promoter respectfully, did everybody show? Well, Don't yeah, beg. But just like what you said, you know, when you can't come to a show and, and get pissed off because you're, you're – can't get on the show. It, this isn't a, an LLII show, you know. <laughs> so, you know, if the card's out, that's 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 the card. <laughs> <laughs> that's the card. <laughs> so, have have you heard back from Big Time about May? Oh no. Uh-uh. I, okay. I'll have to I'll have to give him a call because I'm waiting on a date for that so I can arrange arrange things and you know make sure I can uh, I can get the time away. That's loud. That was very loud, Jeff. Oh yeah, I'm at the drag races. 
Are you really? No, no, I'm getting I'm getting ready to go to the school. We got training tonight, eight to ten. Uh, Thursday night, Monday through Thursday. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I I didn't think they had drag races down there. I know they only have drag queens <laughs> running running yeah. in the you know the Olympics up here. You know, that's a drag race. <laughs> Two guys in dresses running. <laughs> San Francisco humor, you gotta love it, brother. You spent some. You spent a good amount of time up here. Uh, yeah, I've been up there quite a bit. That's right, and it's not going to change. So tell me, what uh, what date do you have after the Riverside show? March what? Uh, after Riverside, uh, Riverside, uh, February twenty eighth. After this, can be March twenty first. Cool. So that that should be. SoCal Crazy's first title defense, right? Uh, if, he, if, all, if he leaves with the if belt. all things go well, <laughs> I hope. Actually, I'd like a rematch. Things have not gone town. very well for him. Things have not Loser gone very well for You, you, far, you, so. you ship Jason Ordondo's old ass away. <laughs> Send him away. <laughs> He's old. <laughs> but you know what, though? He's not. I have to say, Jason does look good for his age. I mean, I first saw Jason <laughs> in '93, so I mean, he's old. Yeah, Jason. Oh, he doesn't look old. <laughs> he's he's been around for quite some time. Yeah, still doing yeah, it too. Uh, I'm 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 not knocking his work. I never will. But oh. <clears throat> So when are you bringing the Ballards back? Uh, the Ballards will uh, they should be back in March on the 21st. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. They those guys never get old. Ballard, as as the Ballards the Ballards are staying busy right now. So staying pretty busy. Yeah, they're up and down the coast here. I think they're. When are they? They're in uh, Fresno, if I remember right, on the show that Johnny Yuma's booked with Ricky Ricky Mandel. They're they're working the show. For when? NAW. I don't remember the date. Uh, oh, is that uh, that's in February? Uh huh. Oh, let me. Oh, then that's Johnny Yuma. Probably twenty uh, twenty second then. Or it's either the twenty second or the twenty no twenty second. Yeah, he's teaming with Ricky Mandel for for North American Wrestling, NAWrestling.com or NAWrestling.com. Yeah, they put on a pretty good show. Um, Mike Rain, who owns the company, does a really good job. Uh, I'd like to see you know, more that? of you guys 20, down there. When's that? Twenty seventh, Friday. Twenty second. Oh, second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Fresno. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to be heading out there? No. <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. You got no. the LA syndrome. You don't want to you don't want to drive an hour and a half. No, no, Jeff, I'm just just wait until you get married, homie. She's going to make you close down your 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 pro wrestling company. You know. Yeah. yeah. My, my, you know, I have to beg to go out. So I got to train them early. It's like a dog. Ooh, 
Hold on. You know what? I actually have your girlfriend's cell number on my phone. <laughs> Let's see. I don't, under, that, I don't think I don't think that came out right, but <laughs> <laughs> it's under Jeff Girl. Okay, let me text her. <laughs> Jeez. It's horrible. Anybody who's offended, I'm sorry. Did you I'm watch ECW on Tuesday? Uh I did not, but I heard I heard uh Christian came back. Yeah. I figured I figured they'd save it for at least Raw or SmackDown or or the pay-per-view, or I guess I guess it they worked. just didn't care. <laughs> it worked. I mean, they it was fine. I didn't, it was fine. I, I they did a good it. job. It's just it wasn't impactful. But we'll see what happens. They also had one of the uh, they had T.J. Wilson debut. Who's T.J.'s fucking awesome. I watched him up in Matt Rats in 2000. He is really good. Um, uh huh. He he beat uh, Supreme Pro Wrestling's uh, something win Bow win, which is good. He got a local guy on, so it's always cool. But yeah, T.J. Wilson's exceptional. You need to track down that match online, dude, and watch the kick that that T.J. gives him right in the mouth. He just does like a spin kick, and then he flips his toe and he tacks the guy right in the face. Oh, I was like, yeah, dude, that was nice. TJ's good. Uh, kind of interesting that they didn't bring him up with D.H. Smith, but, you know, D.H. Smith is supposed to be in the legacy, so we'll see what happens there. Are you fired up for Mania? Um, I, I think, I think, I think I, uh, yeah, 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 I, well, not from TV. I, I, I miss a lot of, I, I just miss a lot of what's on TV right now. Um, You're not missing much. If I, can get, if, if I can catch the reruns, if I'm home, I'll watch it. But I usually miss Raw and, and SmackDown. And, um, I usually, if if I can watch it, I'll just if I'm home to see the rerun that comes on. So, <clears throat> so I haven't seen anything at least this week. So there's nothing. I'll probably. Me, dude. Uh, I'll, nothing... I'll probably check the tape. I'll check the pay-per-view out. I, I mean, I haven't I haven't watched anything on TV in probably even last week too. Probably like two weeks now. Well, let, let me ask you this, Jeff. You go to Mania every year, okay? Now, do you think that been to it. I've been to it. Do Do you think that there's a certain person that draws for for Mania, or is it the brand? Oh, well, I mean, come on they they sell out you know half their building, three quarters of the building, really. Before before they even have a card or before they even start promoting it, they okay, had like half that building sold out from a from a pay per view standpoint. Last year, from a pay per view standpoint, do you think there's a draw or is it the WrestleMania brand? Sure, I'm sure it's a little bit of both, but mm. but you gotta you gotta look at it every year. They're, I mean, the buildings they're not sold out. You could still buy WrestleMania tickets right now, but they've sold quite a bit of tickets. Uh, in 2008 for it, you know? Yeah, it's just... I, I don't see that one blow-away match that's going to, you know, that's going to hook people, you know? And, and Mickey Rourke, I don't think, is the answer this year. Unless he wins the Oscar, then that's going to be completely different. He's not. He's not doing it anymore, is he? After the Oscars, they'll announce him to come back. Uh, you know they they're gonna do it that way. 
so they don't fuck with his his balloting for the Oscars. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but yeah, just nothing's really you know gripping me. With the exception of Jack Swagger on ECW, that guy's going to be really good. They need to give him a manager though. He that list has got to go. Yeah, like like I said, man, I I've seen probably one Jack Swagger match. I I, I I'm just too busy lately, so I couldn't even comment on him. He's a wrestling heel, which is always fun. I love a, a heel that out wrestles, you know. And then when he he finally gets out wrestled by the babyface, he'll cheat. I love that type of heel. And I think that you know that. <clears throat> That the WWE is ready for that type of a worker now. You know, it's a little throwback to uh, like what Kurt Angle was, you know, in his height before he left. He was that wrestling heel. Cheated when he needed to, but he would out-wrestle you. Somebody told me the other day that they heard he was going to probably be leaving TNA soon. Is that that on the floating around online? Yeah, his deal I think's up in March, uh, and he's not sure if he's going to if he's going to return or not. <clears throat> so, who knows? Could that surprise parents of mania. Could be. You never know. You never, never know. But really surprised that it's not uh, Matt Hardy. You know, uh, Edge was supposed to. Uh, was supposed to have uh, he took Edge's spot in that feud or Christian's spot in that feud. Christian should was supposed to be the guy who ran him over, but then it got leaked out on the net, and then they changed it around, and now Edge is an ECW superstar, which is a joke. Christian. <clears throat> Christian. But no. we are uh yeah. we're waiting on uh Gabriel Maris to call in. So Jeff uh, Gabe, where are you, Gabe? <laughs> he just texted call me. In, Gabe. So what n- he's like, what number am I supposed to call? <laughs> Not the Come one on. you just texted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Jeff, I I'm gonna give you an opportunity to to plug your three companies. My three companies. Mm-hmm. I've got two. Uh, SoCal Pro Wrestling, SoCalProWrestling.com. If you if you live in Southern California, do not miss this show. It's on February 21st, next Saturday. Oceanside Boys and Girls Club, SoCalProWrestling.com, and Wrestle Warehouse, WrestleWarehouse.com. Masks, T-shirts, DVDs, what have you, WrestleWarehouse.com. And uh, if you want to go learn how to be a wrestler, train. Uh, we have a school that just opened up a couple weeks ago in Escondido. All the information is at SoCalPoWrestling.com. Awesome. Jeff, thanks for your time, and say hi to Gabe. Thank you. Hi, Gabe. Hey, what's going on? Gabe, how are there you? There you go. Meeting of the minds. All right, I'll let you go. And uh, Is that Jeff? Okay, that's me. Jeff, how are you doing? How are you doing, Gabe? Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, why are you leaving so soon? Stay on. Join us. Stay I, on. Oh, I've been on for, <laughs> I, <laughs> Jeff, don't you have class? Wait, you don't have class. What time is it? It's 
747, Rubber Guard Radio Time. Oh. Okay, I'll stay on for another minute. Cool, cool. Well, Gabe, the man of the hour, how you doing, brother? Good, how you doing, man? I'm just trying to catch my breath. I'm Gabe, really, really Gabe, busy. We, are, we already started promoting your show, the 21st. Oh, did you already? Yeah, I, I blew it. I thought you were on before me. <laughs> oh, well. February 21st in King City. Plug your show. Come on. Oh, man, I'm, I'm out of breath from promoting, man. I've been promoting King City and promoting Santa Maria, promoting Las Vegas, uh, getting ready for, you know, follow-ups in Santa Maria, San Jose. I mean, it's nonstop, man. It's like a full-time job, you know. And I love it, though, but, man, it's a lot of work. A lot. So you're going back. Work. You're going back out for the uh, for the cauliflower then. In uh, is that April or May? April 13th at the Gold Coast it. Casino. What was that? They seem to go to a. They seem to go to a new hotel every year. You know, it's gone back and forth from the Riviera to. Um, yeah. Oh God, to the Plaza, and then back. But and uh, this year we're at the um, we're at the Gold Coast, and if you guys haven't seen it, it's a really really cool hotel, and you know it's like a. They've almost made it into a situation where you don't need to leave because it has restaurants within, bowling alley, movie theaters, you know, everything you can possibly want, you know, so you don't have to leave it and go to the real strip, you know what I mean? But it's, it's yeah. a great, beautiful casino. It's part of um, the board gaming. It's hooked up with the, you know, the Orleans Hotel, but it's going to be a great show. And a lot, of, a lot of cool people are coming out this year to Cauliflower. I believe the Iron Sheik is coming out, and, you know, we're trying to, uh, confirm everyone, but we should have a lot of you know awesome names as a part of uh, the show on the 13th. And uh, as soon as everything is confirmed, I, you know I can't wait to announce that. But before I get to April, I got to deal with March, and then I got to deal with February next week. So like so I said, I'm, it's nonstop, guys. Like I'm I'm promoting two shows in advance. So whatever you see, I, I promote on the internet. I'm already promoting two shows after. Hmm. Now, Jeff, cool. now you had a show. You had a show last month. How did uh, how did you guys do from down here with you? Uh, you, you know what? How crazy Ariel come up and uh, Ricky Mandel and Hector. You know what? Did, um, uh, I think uh, I'd have to see Sidrell uh, uh, one more time. I think uh, being in a four way, I didn't get to see enough of him to to make a fair judgment of his ability. You know, but I mean, I didn't get no complaints, obviously, but. Um, you know, uh, Ricky Mandel and, and Hector, uh, they did well. They had a very good match. I, I will tell you, though, Hector was probably the most popular out of the two. And I actually got a lot of uh, people asking me, hey, is he coming back? Is he coming back? So, you know, uh, I definitely would love to have him back. And uh, it was very fun to have new talent, you know, on the shows. And uh, it was good to see them, and they're excited. And, and, you know, getting to work in front of a good crowd never hurts, you know I mean? It always gives you that extra, you know, uh, adrenaline and yeah. get pumped up. So I definitely loved having them there, and I look forward to having them on there on other shows. And hopefully, I can get Chimera up to do some more shows. You know, unfortunately, he got hurt, but I definitely want him to come to do our shows on a regular basis as well. Yeah. So Jeff, are you going to bring a group of guys to Cauliflower this year? Excuse me. Are you going to bring a group of guys from San Diego to the Cauliflower? This year? Oh, not not me. Why not? What? Why not? What? What? I I don't know what you're asking me. Like he's asking me if you're going to go to Cauliflower this year. Oh well, I went a couple years ago. I I didn't go. I haven't gone the last few years. So 
I don't know. They changed it to uh, from weekends to weekdays, which kind of screwed it up. So, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'll be going out, but, but I heard a lot of good things about last year. So maybe I'll, I'll make the drive. It's only about a four-hour drive from here, so. Well, if Not you guys definitely all. do make the drive and so on, you know, get a hold of me. You know, we're we're putting the show on the 13th, and uh, if talent is going to make it, go ahead and email info at prowrestling-revolution.com and uh, let us know who's coming out. We're trying to book the show as it is. But it, it, the show, like I said, to other people who've been emailing, it's pretty much booking itself just because the names are, have, have volunteered to come in. And it's going to be better and bigger than last year. I think last year was phenomenal with Oliver John and Go Shizaki. And I think uh, if things go well, I'd love to see uh, Go Shizaki, Oliver John, part two. So if you know, and it doesn't hurt to go out there and uh, get get your matches watched by guys like Pat Patterson and and Nick Bockwinkel and so on, and, and get some good feedback and some ideas, and you just never know what could come from from all these matches and exposure. So it doesn't hurt. So if guys do make, tra- I tell this to the guys all the time: if you guys are willing to travel to do a show in front of a hundred people just for the sake of exposure and and you know, keeping you know the ring rust off, then there's no reason why you shouldn't go down to Cauliflower and taking the experience of just you know talking and meeting with legends and and learning from so many different people and also networking. It's a perfect place to go out there and network. So sometimes these refs forget they have to be their you know their own salesmen and their own biggest fans to you know get out there and get their name known. Yeah, that's a I, I've noticed a lot of guys they will they will sit around and wait for the phone call or wait for someone to. To tell them about a booking. So, uh, if you're listening, don't do that. <laughs> go out, go to as many shows as you can, meet as many people as you can, because uh, you never know when it will, when that one time will come in handy. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Once you get booked Very on true. one of the one of the bigger name companies, like especially Gabe's, if you're you know, or Jeff's even, if you're in that NWA circle, you never know who's going to be at that show. You don't know if Marquez is out in the front row watching. You really don't know. I mean, <clears throat> but just uh, just amazing stuff. But Jeffrey, I am going to cut you off. All right. You need to go to school. Uh, go in there and show these kids how to bump and and how to work. You know, and and d- please don't try to show up SoCal crazy too much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Gabe. We'll talk to you later. All right, Jeff, good luck, huh? All right, later, guys. Okay, that was SoCalPro.com and WrestleWarehouse.com owner, Mr. Jeff Dino. He is on his way to wrestling class. Um, it's amazing. I mean, when when I heard the rumblings last year that Jeff was opening a school, I was like, okay, it's just going to be another fly-by-night school. Then he announced uh, Sidereal or SoCal Crazy as the head instructor. I was like, okay, this kid's good. You can learn you know, either the American style or – Straight lucha from him. So, well, I heard uh, oh. Jeff Dino is teaching everyone the flying head scissors. <laughs> I saw no, that's not true. Is, is that wrong? I could have swore I got the newsletter saying that Jeff Dino teaches the flying head scissors. <laughs> no comment. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I was Never mind. Was, Sorry, I was, Jeff. I was at a show in San Diego in March, last March. It was the New Wave Pro Wrestling one-year anniversary, and they had a battle royal. And out came this guy in a mask and, and long pleather pants called the Masked Joe Bear. And he was thrown out real quickly. And I was like, wait, I know that guy. It was Jeff under a mask. 
I was like, ah, okay. So he came out of retirement to uh, to work a match, and I was I was amazed. You know, he spent all of maybe five minutes in the ring. I was like, how much do you think Jeff paid himself? That's a good question. It, hey, you know what? It wasn't his show. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't his show. <laughs> oh, I hope he got paid then. Get paid, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> At least five bucks. Here. <laughs> At least it paid for that leather outfit you paid for at the last minute. Actually, it was it's a sweet looking outfit, but it's pretty cool, pretty cool. So uh, you have coming up on the twenty first, and are the, do you have any idea who you're going to bring in for uh, next month in San Maria? Actually, yes, I do. Um, you know, in, in going to. Going to Santa Maria, where we've been there, I think, three times now, and uh, the great you know, community out there with the Hispanic community and the Lucha Libre fans, um, bring, I'm bringing in uh, Felino from CML L. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's definitely going to be fun, having Felino out there. And uh, obviously, Jose Rey Mysterio is probably going to be on all our shows moving forward. You know, And uh, we're trying to wait and see if we get a couple more names confirmed. You know, But obviously, you'll, you know, you'll get to see the, the standard roster that we have for all our shows. And... And, and hopefully I can intermix. I've been talking to uh, a couple of guys from Southern California. You know, I've talked to uh, a couple of guys, you know, of a yurt, you know, always pushing on me, the Young Bucks. And uh, maybe I can get Joey Ronnie in the Young Bucks to come out. But uh, as far as, like, the major name, probably be Mysterio and Felino. And uh, there's talks maybe even bringing in a, a top-tier name as well. You know, but the cool thing about Santa Maria, I already have uh, our media set. We have Telemundo. We have... Uh, La Preciosa, and then Radio Laser. So it's the first time I've had two sponsors for radio. And so we'll see, you know, the, the place holds about 1,300. Hopefully we can, you know, come close to filling it. You know, if it's if I base it off our past shows in Santa Maria, we'll be able to, you know, to fill it very uh, very easily. But, you know, you never know. You never take it for granted. So you always got to keep making sure that you, uh, you promote, 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 and let people know you're having the show, and hopefully your brand and your identity and your wrestlers uh, are enough for them to come in. I just hope that Felino wears the orange and black outfit. You know what? I'm hoping the same, but uh, last I heard, he's on the Rudo side, so he's wearing the black on black. But uh, hopefully, if things do change, man, I'd love to see that uh, the traditional orange and black that I recall when he used to feud with Negro Casas. So I'd love to see that. Mm. You know, that man has not aged. He hasn't? Felino has not aged one bit. He can still move. Like I saw him ten years ago, he can still go, and it's 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 amazing. He's still at the top of his game. Um, I'm really surprised that uh, he's not you know higher up in CMLL, but that's just me. Well, CMLL seems to be going with a, a really big youth movement, which is always good because I mean you don't want to hit that uh, that point where you're stuck in a rut, and uh, I encourage that because definitely having these new stars being developed is going to definitely help them in the long run when you mix in new mate stars and the older veterans with the with the big names like Felino and Wagner and so on. You're bound to do big things. Mm-hmm. So are you following current Lucha at all? You know what? I try to, to follow to see, you know, who's, who's, you know, the next, you know, rising star and what have you. I don't get to watch as much as I would want to. I really can't watch all three hours of AAA. It's impossible for me to watch. It's just, you know, it's just too much. So I definitely try to watch uh, Selma L's one-hour, you know, uh, show, and that's a bit more uh, doable for me with, with the time uh, crunch I'm always in. 
it's always good to see, you know, guys that, you know, I'm good friends with, you know, wrestle on TV and, and I could talk to them about their matches and so on. It's always good to, to, to do stuff like that. It, it gives you a different perspective on, on the matches, you know, and uh, also it gives me an inside look on uh, who's the next guy that, you know, we could possibly bring in and who's looking good and who has potential and so on. So it's definitely fun, definitely fun, you know. But, I, and again, you know, after Santa Maria, you know, we got to start working on, a, you know, cauliflower, and that's a whole different, you know, way of promoting because obviously – you have a lot of uh, different uh, people coming in, so it's a di- different way to promote. But you know, I'm still working with media out there and and doing my best to to make that show, you know, fill up, you know, more than last year. And so it's it's difficult at times, you know, trying to juggle uh, three, four, five shows at one time because you try to book and promote in advance just to make sure you have everything said. But I tell you what, though, I definitely love it. Though I mean, who you know, it's something that. Uh, always dreamed about is waking up and going to work, you know, as a promotion promoter. So as of right now, I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream, so I just hope I don't have to wake up soon. There's a match this this weekend on Saturday night in, in Mexico that could affect your company. Uh, we have El Dandy challenging Blue Demon Jr. for the NWA World Heavyweight title. I hope that this match is taped. I hope it is taped. That's all I have to say is because El Dandy is has always been one of my favorites since the wind days. Um, wow. Say say El Dandy wins. What happens for King City? Well, Blue Demon will still come in. It just uh, it just wouldn't be with him being the NWA World's Champion. One way or the other, Blue Demon will be on the event, whether it be for the NWA World Title or for the Pro Wrestling Revolution Heavyweight Title. You know, and if you've been watching or keeping track of the NWA, you know, Hollywood uh, TV tapings on the shows on uh, mm-hmm. on the Dish Network, you know, there's definitely uh, Oliver John and and, uh, and Derek Sanders and the Border Patrol are definitely have something going on with Blue Demon, so I don't see that ending anytime soon. So whether El Dandy wins or loses, um, you will still see Blue Demon on the event. Now, for you, hopefully, if Blue Demon uh, does lose, you might get to see Dandy come in and defend the heavyweight strap for the NWA. So I know you'd be excited. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> El Dandy in San Francisco? Dude. <laughs> Dude. I'd pick him up from the airport, brother. <laughs> I tell you what, if you pay for him, we'll do it. You know, no problem. You pay him and pick him up, it's done. It's I done. So. No? I, no? Oh, God. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I wish I could. I wish I could. Just, just because El Dandy's that type of a, a worker, whether he's, you know, Rudo, Technico, it doesn't matter. He is fun. Well, maybe you can talk to Jeff, and we'll deal with Dandy versus Jeff. What do you think? Jeez, I don't no? think so. God, I can't I'm make out. you guys budge either way. Jesus. All right, all right. How's this? Here's a compromise. On an NAW show in Fresno, El Dandy against Adam Pierce. We'll meet halfway in the state, one from the south, you know, and the other guy working for a, nor- a Northern California promotion. And why does that have to be another promotion? Why can't it be for my promotion? You want to do it in Fresno? It's right in the middle. But what would I do first now? I don't know. I don't know. Right. Am I not doing enough city as we speak now? Jesus. <laughs> God. Santa Maria, San Jose, King City, Las Vegas. I'm working on uh I'm working on two other cities. I'm going back to Bakersfield and nope, not enough. Let's go to Fresno. Let's go to Fresno. <laughs> what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Uh, I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on hold so you can make a phone call if that's okay. You got it. Thank you, sir. Okay, Gabe's on hold. So let's 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a commercial and mute myself. And now. That's a ringing endorsement. Let's see. Are we good, Gabe? We're good to go. We are good to go. We have on the line. I will uh, go out on on a limb and say he would probably, in my opinion, be one of the top ten independent pro wrestlers in the state of California. MPT, Mr. Primetime, welcome to the show, brother. How goes it? Thank you. It goes good. How are you doing today? I am great. I am great. Cool. So tell me, we're going to start from the beginning. How yes, did you find pro wrestling? Um, interesting story. I was 17 years old in high school, and we were doing senior projects. So you, you had to write a 10-page essay, do a 10-minute speech, and do a product. And I went to – I called down all pro wrestling. It was $6,000 for the entire training. I had to have the project done, so – I started my own wrestling company, and eventually along the way, I met my first trainer, Anthony Antonucci, and met everyone after that, so the rest is pretty much history. Wow. That was, uh, that was a lot in a nutshell there, brother. It, <laughs> thank, it, you for, it, thank, it, thank you for the been, interview. It's been, been fun. <laughs> oh, that's, okay. that's it? That's it. <laughs> All right, Primetime. Thank you for coming on the show, man. We'll see you next time, huh? Thank <laughs> you. He said, Mr. Primetime, tell me, tell me how you started, and we don't want to talk to you no more after that. Well, Zach, can, uh, can you answer the question? Were you taught flying head scissors on the first week? That I, oh, flying head scissors? Yeah. Um, I would say I started out as a backyard wrestler, so I definitely I taught power bombs and flying head scissors and everything when I started, but... Once I, once I got some formal training, I found out that it was about locking up and doing fundamental holds. So I learned I learned I learned to ask backwards. See, it's just not the Hardys. It's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Now, <clears throat> you started your own company, and this was in this is PCW, correct? Yeah, Pro Championship Wrestling based out of Oroville, California, which is outside Chico, which is a very beautiful area. Very beautiful. Lots PCW, PCW Pro Wrestling, we're going to relaunch the website. Gabe Ramirez makes all my logos. He makes all <laughs> my flyers. He does my tickets. He does all my graphics. And he's, and he's taught me a thing or two about the wrestling business. So right there, Mr. Mr. Gabe Ramirez, a lot, of guy, a lot of guys think he's not a good guy. But I can personally attest he's a very good guy, professionally and outside the ring. Number number one man right there. Look he at that! Too. I, I Look gotta at say that. you are sexy too. So. Look mm. at that! Well, thank so, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling them, I'm just telling them like it is, because this is my first time to really get to talk with some people who might be listening. And Gabe, Gabe and Sharon Ramirez done a lot for my wrestling career. Gabe taught me how to, how to be more cordial, how to be more professional. Got me bookings. I would have never, I would have never wrestled in Dragon Gate Pro Wrestling. I would have never wrestled in Portugal. I would have never been out of the country or even known. I was supposed to get a damn, you know what I mean, get a damn passport to go out of the country. So, bought many of my meals too. He's bought many of my meals. I gotta throw that one out there. Could you guys imagine if T showing up to Portugal to wrestle with a bus pass? Okay. <laughs> so, oh, I can, I can imagine it. I can imagine it. <laughs> oh, don't worry, got the Mr. Sima. Here's my county transit bus pass. Oh man, yeah, he's 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 definitely sir. He's definitely taught me about being professional and how to market yourself and get get the most out of yourself. On in, uh, on the indie scene, you don't make much money, but all we really got is exposure. We have uh, are we wrestling a good match that can that can get a tape out to someone else, whether it be Mexico, Japan, WWE, foreign country, some indie, independent company around, but. I mean, you got to know these things, man, and that's the way the way I run my company is just like a direct reflection of the way Gabe runs his company, and it's it's professional. I mean, you got to be hard nosed on these guys, you got to do all that, and I mean, he really showed me that there's a professional side to the business. That's why it's called pro wrestling, not just weekend warrior get out there and indie wrestle. Who cares what, who, who cares who you're wrestling or how many people are in the crowd or who's seeing it. And I think that's a problem with a lot of these young guys, man. A lot of these young guys. But I'm gonna say it real quick. I know I'm talking a lot because I do. I talk real fast. But this is gonna. I'm. 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 The dieting and the exercising. I guarantee you, 2000 at the, 2009 is gonna be my year. Now I suggest you get on the same diet plan that Oliver John did. Oh yeah, that's already there. I mean, I could spit the whole diet on the radio, but then everybody would be. Uh, Stealing the diet. I call it the I call it the Brian Cage diet. And, oh uh, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it the Chris. I call it the Chris Logan diet, and he's he's done it to me. He's done it to me before, so I gotta I gotta hit him. Uh, I think Brian should have a T-shirt, and it should say, "Who's gayer than Canyon?" Brian Cage. And I had to hit him with that rib. I had to get because he's got me before. Oh my god. He's listening, by the way. Oh, I know. I hope so. He's a How you doing, Brian? How you doing down there, Brian, in Florida? When Drake Nelson comes down there to stay at your house, keep the frosted sugary cereal out of the Garfield glass cups away from him because he'll eat your whole bag if you got cookie crisp sitting on top of the fridge. Oh, jeez. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> so, MPT, you've been up and down the roads with one Rick Luxury up here. Yeah. Um, teaming teaming, working against. Um, it's been argued back and forth that that Rick is the breakout star up here. What do you think of him as a in-ring in talent and then out of the ring? I think out of the ring, he's my best friend. We've gone through a lot of stuff in life, but uh, out of the ring, he's my best friend. In the ring, I think he's a great talent. So, some nights, we're able to team together and put our differences aside, but I mean, there's really really one place I really go at it with Rick, like one-on-one -on -one where I despise him, and that's in PCW. We've been both been there from the start, and, uh, I mean, he he decided to take a shot at me. I believe you were in it too, Gabe. 
Well, Gabe was down there for a while. He was in the ring and uh, talked Rick Luxury into faking an injury and taking his boot and hitting me with his boot. So, I mean, we're, we're cool because we're friends, but in this one particular promotion with the big core fans that know us, he decided to take advantage of me and, and you know, that that happens sometimes in wrestling. So in PCW, I don't respect what he did to me, but other promotions that we wrestle at, we, we pretty much get along. Oh, he was above the law. Don't forget that. Yeah, he was above the law, but you, right. you, you were there too, Gabe. You acted like my friend too, and then you let Rick Luxury hit me with the boots. And turn his back on me in front of the fans, and you know, and I had no idea, man. I was staring at Peyton's boobs the whole time, so I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and see the uh, the actual footage on that. But like I said, people, see, people get this general perception about wrestling that it's fake, and I think it's only as fake as some of these people make it. That's that's what I think. You agree with me, don't you, Gabe? You know. uh Every time I always hear someone say something's fake, especially when it comes to pro wrestling, you know, it's I think it's ignorance, not because they don't know what wrestling's about, it's because I think it's ignorance as far as they don't know how to describe something. You know, uh, how is it fake? Like, you know, it's not like we're floating in air and, you know, we're making a Statue of Liberty disappear. That's fake. You know, if you're actually going to sit in front of the TV and go, oh, the Statue of Liberty really disappeared. Wow, this guy's awesome. Well, then if you're going to sit there and, and, and buy that, then how can you sit here and tell, you know, us this is fake when you guys, guys, you know, uh, you know, taking gravity, bumps on their back and getting beat up and, and dumping their heads and falling on cement. I mean, how's that fake? So if you're willing to buy, hey, look, a rabbit's coming out of my hat, then please, by far, don't say wrestling's fake because you're the, you know, you have no idea and don't let ignorance, you know, steer you in that direction. Oh, Jeff, bro, broken. I'll, I'll tell you something, sir. I, I, one of my injuries I've suffered, just to let everybody know, I suffered a broken tailbone. And Ouch. the broken, t- yeah, the broken tailbone came because when I went to dive out of the ring to take my opponent out because he was twice the size of me, and that's the only way I feel I could have enabled him to put him in the ring and pin him one, two, three. It, he kind of sidestepped me, which was a real smart move on his part because why does he want me to hit him? But, I mean, that was just a realization that wrestling's real. I'm I'm diving over the top rope, and he's got to move so that I come crashing down on the concrete. Broken tailbone out for three and a half months, laying on my stomach. Anybody could have taken advantage of me. I mean, it was real horrible. Now, was that Joe Applebomber by chance? Was that? Uh, I'm sorry? Was it Joe Applebomber, your opponent? Oh, no, no, no. I, I couldn't have missed Joe Applebomber. I would have yeah, never. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I would have never missed Apple Bomber, even if he was uh, taken off on a on a track race. I still would have hit him. But uh, no, it was it was the Brazilian Beast Kafu. Mm. But uh, I took some liberties the following uh, gym wars, I think it was, and uh, got him pretty good with his own chain. So I mean that that that's the way wrestling is. Sometimes we just gotta take liberties back on people. That's okay, dude. <laughs> actually, I was actually I heard Vinny Massaro say it, and then I've read about it in a lot of books. Take, taking liberties on your opponent. <clears throat> so you you mentioned Kafu, who's under WWE developmental deal now in Florida, as is uh, Chris or wait Brian Cage, whichever you want to call him. Um, have you gotten any any feelers from from WWE? No. 
No, I I think it's pretty much been a lot of my life I've I've wasted on stuff you're not supposed to do like drinking and stuff like that. So my body hasn't really been in shape, but now I'm really concentrating on my body and it's it's something that I've never had Gabe make me a a package to send to WWE or WWF or anywhere or anywhere else because I just didn't want to give him a bad first impression because I've always been under the impression that your first impression is everything and if I don't send them if I don't send them footage with a tan body and a six pack and chiseled up then they might just take the tape and throw it right in the trash you know what I mean yeah makes sense now <clears throat> what what are some of your favorite opponents that that you worked against in PCW the exception of Rick Luxury um I like old, old school Oliver John Adam Thornstow, definitely J.J. Perez. J.J. Perez is one of my favorite people to wrestle. Um, then I just have to say my top two, Scotty Aboot, is going gonna, is gonna to fit right in there. But my favorite guy to wrestle is the kid I trained, and that's A.J. Kirsch. I, I feel every night I go out there with him, we leave it all out there, and I, I just that's, I think that's my best opponent, the guy I enjoy wrestling most. Every single night. What about wow. Jason X? Oh no, definitely, definitely not. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe brought this guy in one time who's uh, he's actually in an Indian prison right now, and Gabe brought him in and like six foot six, juiced out of his mind. Jason mask and machete, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy almost killed me because I, when I went in the Applebee's to eat after that show, I like laid on the I laid on the bathroom floor having a panic attack. I kept seeing like. I think that's why I wear the lime green tights is because I just kept seeing lime green spots. So I'd like to thank uh, Mr. Ramirez at Christmas Chaos for giving me the best Christmas present that uh, a booking agent could give their wrestler. There you go. God, putting me over the whole night, man. I love it. See, Gabe's, Gabe's a good guy, but he also does some bad things, too, like that, that I think that he actually does just to laugh at me. No, no. Yeah. Horrible. He, he's, a, he's a hell of a ribber. Now, um, you mentioned Vinny Massaro. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Vinny. Okay. Uh, why hasn't that guy gone anywhere? First, we'll start with you, MPT. Um, well, I mean, he's he's wrestled some dark matches, and he's been he's been around. He's a real good wrestler. I think the reason uh, Vinny ain't got anywhere is because Vinny's got a got a family. Seems like he loves his kid, and he loves his wife. He damn well should. And I'm, I mean, I, I I think I think it just comes down to wanting to wrestle and working out and getting your body in shape, and that's that's what Gabe always does, and that's what it comes down to. It just comes out to how how bad you want it. Do you want to run? Do you want to get in shape? Do you want to lift those weights? Do you want to get that body that's going to sell on TV and make some money? So that's where that's where I draw kind of funny when it comes to pro wrestling, because I mean, there's a lot of talented guys that have better bodies that make it before the untalented guys that don't put as much cosmetics in their body. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that, I think that's what it comes down to. I think I'm a firm believer. If you want to wrestle for the, the big promotions, you you got to have a good body. So I would say, I would say Vinny has made it because Vinny's a excellent worker and he's really got out there and he's got respect in California and right now as a, as a guy who's, mainly wrestled in California, sometimes being in your own little territory and everybody respecting you is enough to feel like that you've made it in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
so you you work for pretty much every company up here in Northern California. Um, I'll be at PCW, your own, uh, Gabe's Pro Wrestling Revolution, APW, Fog City, to name a few. Um, let's uh, let's talk about Fog City, the time that you've spent in there. Uh, I saw you, I think it was the second Fog City show, and um, I was really impressed. Uh, it was good stuff. Uh, you were doing your thing with Black Pearl. Um, what do you think of uh, What do you think of Reno? I I think he's a nice guy. I think when uh, he gets in the ring, he wants to keep it real easy. Like wh- when I get in there now, I want to I want to I want to go simple. But he's also a a very a very simple wrestler. So for me, it's it's a battle of a bigger guy and, and a smaller guy and. I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm def, I'm definitely working my ass off on this night. Now, uh, good. I think, I think he's, I think he's real good. Yeah, yeah I agree. He, they, him and Keith just opened a school in Southern California. Yeah, I was so, reading, I was reading about that online. That's cool. That's good. They, they obviously have the pedigree and they know what they're doing. Um, well, let's let's talk more about Fog City. Um, what, what do you think of their operation, um, the 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 nightclub type style of show? I like it. I just think, and uh, this is just my personal opinion. I think you know they got a they got a lot to lot more to learn about. They're actual good promoters, but they have a lot more to learn about wrestling. And one thing I mean by that, and it's basically, if you're not drawing enough fans, you don't need to bring in a bunch of names that you got to pay a lot of money to because then a lot of your guys here in California that are busting their ass, they're just – it almost seems like they're getting pushes, but there could be more money to be made for the company so that they can invest in different things. I, I, look, at the, I, look, I look down on myself for doing that too because there's always – better ways to save money and put more money out. Being a hell of a promoter is one thing. Anybody can, if you can get out there and flap your gums and, and beat the streets, you're good. But you also got to have a, a bigger picture with your company. You got to, you got to think about bigger crowds and making more money and, and, and helping the boys out and not saying that they don't help the boys out, but you got to think about the big picture in the long haul. And that's the only downfall I'd, I'd say the shows are fun, but they got to, they got to think about the bigger picture, and you can't have a wrestling show if you ain't got no money. Okay, cool, cool. So you you've put in some time with APW. Um, <clears throat> what do you think of that little garage? Oh, I love that little garage. I think the <laughs> I think the I think I think that little garage is great. I've had some of my best matches. I've learned so much in that little garage. I enjoy training in that little garage. But I mean, if if we're talking about me right now, I gotta I gotta think bigger for myself than that little garage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a great place for kids to come up and wrestle. And I mean, it's 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 a cool spot. If I was out doing more things and there was more places to wrestle at for me to just come back and make an appearance, guys like JJ Perez to make an appearance, uh, Oliver John to make an appearance, Derek Sanders to make an appearance. But I mean, there's a lot of good guys. You know, Jody Christofferson, Matt Carlos, uh, Dave Dutra, Dylan Drake, Jekyll's the Jess. There's a lot of good guys that have come through the APW training that 
that garage is the platform for them to get there. When I first came, I was on that level where that garage was my platform, and that's where Gabe found me and Gabe brought me in and put me out there to showcase and practice on my platform. But then sometimes the wrestler gets too big for what he's doing. So I think the garage is a great – I think it's a great place. Well, the, the Gabe, I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me on this one. If you can get over with that crowd, you can get over anywhere. Well, the thing is about uh, – that I haven't talked about APW in a long time, but the thing about uh, working in the garage, it's, it's you're so close-knit. So um, when you have the fans literally in your lap, you know, if you don't know how to work, you know, in front of them, then it's going to be very difficult to know how to work, you know, elsewhere because it's very important to learn how to work at an early stage before you try to catapult to doing other things. So, yeah, you know, if you if you learn how to work and learn how to get these fans in your corner or not in your corner, it's definitely a, a plus to have, you know, in your back pocket. So, so it's definitely, you know, like uh, Zach said, it's a very good place uh, to start your craft. It just depends, you know, what you want to do with that craft. Exactly. Now, now, MPT, you, you said you had some of, the, some of your best matches in that garage. Um, the ones uh, recently with uh, Dylan Drake come to mind. Um, were there any others? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I wrestled uh, Claudio Castanoli. Gabe brought in a guy from Japan named Kudo. Kido. Yeah. Knee, knee strikes Kudo. from hell. That was Oh, man. Uh, lots of good ones with J.J. Perez. J.J. Perez, I think that's where I took my game to the next level was that feud I had with J.J. Perez because, I mean, I, I learned so much as a pro wrestler, wrestling a guy like him. He's such a true professional. Oh, God, who else did I wrestle? I wrestled the Machine Gun Carl Anderson. That was probably oh, your – I think that's probably one of the best matches was, was Zach uh, taking on Machine Gun. And that's one of the things, when you know, during my, you know, my time where I was volunteering there, you know, is I was bringing in some talent that, you know, not everyone, you know, thought was, you know – Top tier, you know, like right now you say Machine Gun Carl Anderson, people go, oh, yeah, Machine Gun, oh, that guy is awesome. But no one was thinking that when I brought him in. And people <laughs> go, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? And after that match that Machine Gun and, uh, and MPT put on, everyone knew who, you know, not only who Machine Gun was, but they knew exactly who MPT was. And that's the thing, though. You you know, you got to take advantage of your situations, and you got to make your own stars. You know, I don't take credit for making MPT a star because it's his ability, you know, that – uh made him into what he is as far as a, a pro wrestler and athlete. But if you don't give someone the opportunity to, to, to shine, you know, it doesn't matter how long you're wrestling for. You need to have that opportunity. You know, so Zach, I mean, God, Machine Gun, Claudio, Kudo, you know, the matches with J.J. Perez where you know, a frog splash off the balcony. You know, I mean, a lot of, a lot of Rocky Romero, Puma, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, has taken place, you know, you know, in, in the, you know, with Zach and so on. So it just comes down to who you wrestle, you know, and, not to take anything away from Dylan Drake's match with a uh, with Zach, even you know I didn't see it, and I'm pretty sure it was a great match. But I can. I don't think I, I, don't, I didn't wrestle Dylan. Hey, I don't know. I didn't see it, but I can guarantee you it was nowhere near the, the work rate that you know you and Machine Gun and Claudio. I mean, it, it, it takes two people to make that great match. And oh not, yeah, oh, not, not to take away from Dylan because Dylan, Dylan definitely has a, a good future ahead of him. He has a good look, good body, and uh, he's definitely in the you know in the in the right. Uh, you know, mindset on the right path, but uh, you know, when you got guys like Machine Gun and, and Rocky Romero, you, know, you, you can't you, you can't compare that. You know, that's some some of the matches I think Zach uh, probably one of the best matches I think you've ever had was with Machine Gun. 
Yeah, machine gun. And the house and the house shows we were doing with all pro back then. Well, Petey Williams. Uh, Petey Williams, Psychosis, uh, Christopher Daniels. It was like I was actually I was wrestling people that I would have never wrestled if I wasn't there and if Gabe wasn't pushing me because I mean there was Scotty like. Uh, my other guy, AJ, I remember in a span of two months, <laughs> him and Nate Rules, they, they beat the New Age Outlaws and uh, America's, Most Wanted. Uh, America's Most Wanted. So they beat the TNA Tag Team Champions and the former, uh, even if they would have lost both matches, just the fact that they got that experience to get in there with guys that could further their career, e- even if they don't give them a job or get them, you know, get them a job somewhere, they got in there with the talent and they got to learn firsthand. And that's, that's that's what that's that's exactly what APW is missing right now is the young guys are coming up and they're not doing no house shows so you pretty much are wrestling the same people over and over again and for the young guys right now there's a lot of good talent for them to get better but for the veteran guys that's there's it's just kind of like go out and have a good time you you know you're here with your buddies might as well make the most of it oh man. Now, now let's say on Gabe's next show, there's an open contract for you, and Gabe will leave it up to you to choose who you would like to fly in to work with. Who would it be? It, hold on. Before you answer that, if you say El Dandy, I'm hanging up. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Definitely Damn. not El Dandy. It, it. Open contract, realistically, I've been, giving, I've been giving Gabe shit about this for a long time. If I'm going to wrestle anybody... Um, I'm a naturally born cruiserweight, lightweight, even though I can wrestle in the heavyweight division. But I'd be a monster in the, the cruiserweight division, I'd have to say. And I'm going to say it to Gabe again, and hopefully he finally does it. Uh, Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> give, me, give me the Ultimo Dragon, man, because I've watched Ultimo work. I mean, I could say Rey Mysterio or, or other light guys around the world, but I think with my style and wrestling, some of that fast-paced Dragon Gate style with some of those guys like – uh, the Dragon Kid and Masato Yoshina and Naruki Doi, Naoki Tanizaki, Jack Evans over there, Shingo Takagi. I think with that style, my style would best match up, and I'd have my physically my best match with an Ultimo Dragon. So I'd say, Gabe, please bring in the Ultimo Dragon. All right, I got a hundred bucks on it. I probably wouldn't even cover for him to even check his email <laughs> to see if he wants to do the show or not. You know, but, you know, I tell you what, though, you know, um, I, I think you and I have talked about the zombies, about, you know, what kind of stuff has inspired me to be in pro wrestling or doing it. And I, it's always, I always go back to the same thing. It's been the J-Cup and, and things of that nature. You know, for me, it was guys like uh, Jushin Lager, Sasuke, and Ultimate Dragon. And at one point, you know, uh, not to, you know, uh, add on top to what Zach just said, but at one point we did have uh, Ultimate Dragon coming in, but uh, it didn't uh, – his schedule, uh, he was started doing a, a movie, and uh, it was too tight, you know, for him to come in here and then go back. So we had to, you know, take it off uh, the table. But at some point, you know, Ultimate Dragon will will definitely be part of Pro Wrestling Revolution, the show, you know, and that I can guarantee for the mere fact that, you know, we we, uh, you know, we're doing a, a show right now, you know, and we were all fans at one point, you know, before we, you know, fall into the category we're in that, but. We all have dreams. We all have. We're all fans of people. And God, if 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 I had the opportunity to bring someone in who still can wrestle, who I looked upon as being, you know, what inspired me, that'd be a fool not to do it. 
obviously I'm not going to bring in everyone who I want to see because I do want to make money and, and, and sell out a show and, and do what was best for the target audience and not veer off my business plan. But if I can have Oliver John or, or someone wrestle uh, uh, Ultimate Dragon, I'd definitely do it. And I know Zach's been bugging me for quite some time now, quite some time. But, uh, you know, I don't see, you know, why I have to do it. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of companies in the other area that can do it as well, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think so. But, James, I'm going to say it right now, I know you can bring him in. Zach Reeb versus <laughs> the Ultimo Dragon will be prime time. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll, be, that'll be prime time television. Okay. <laughs> this guy's are horrible. Well, for for those that are listening live, uh, we're going to do a little trivia. Uh, we're going to give away a gift from one of my sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. Uh, props to Jeff. Let's see. Let me think of a trivia question. What's the gift? What's the gift? I want to play. Yeah, do we the get Michael to play? Modest, yeah. The Michael Modest shoot interview. Oh, God. I don't want that. <laughs> you sure? Oh, the he gift doesn't is- bury you. No, I know he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't bury me, but you know, I I think that shoot interview was awesome. But there's a lot more, you know, to tell with you know a shoot interview with Michael Modest. And I don't think the right it was questions only were part asked. One. Yes, I don't think the that right questions were asked. And I tell that you what, I was fair though, Gabe. No, 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 no. no. If you think if you shoot interview, if I've, you got to give some, you got to give a guy like me a chance since you probably own five five of them. You're gonna lay them out on a table and sell them to everybody. No, no, no. I, I, I tell you what. I, I have the first Mike Modest shoot interview that I did in 97. I have that. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike's, Mike's funny. I've talked to Mike back, backstage and stuff, and I would definitely like to see a Mike Modest shoot interview because some of the stuff he told me backstage is excellent. <laughs> well, share with us. Well, yeah, there you go. Oh, be up. Mike, be up. Mike, Mike's be up. listening, so. Yeah. Oh, Mike, yeah, how Mike. you doing, bro? Hey, for everyone listening up, out there, hey, Mike, make sure everyone listens to Modest, Michael Moss's joint. You'll love to hear his stuff. Mike's awesome. Just had to give, you know, give a shout out to him. I'll Mike. tell you what, for Mike Modest is a fellow uh, nicotine smoker. It's always great when you get booked on a show to wrestle one-on-one with a fellow nicotine smoker because, I mean, me and Mike sing in the locker room. We looked at each other. We shook hands. We were like, what's up? And I'm like, I'm so glad I get to wrestle you tonight, Mike, because you're a fellow nicotine smoker and – I know you're going to want to breathe out there. And he looked at me, and he's like, oh, yeah, bro, I, fuck, yeah, I want to breathe. And I'm like, hell, yeah. So we just call it in the ring. So, yeah, we just call it in the ring, and that's what we did. Well, see, now, now I know how to book my shows. I'm going to match up the smokers so I can have a slow, slow-paced matches. Thanks. Oh, yeah, good slow-paced good slow action is what those Lucha yeah. fans are looking well, at. On, from the, on the booking sheet, I'm going to start putting little logos, Marlboros, Newports. <laughs> You know, Virginia Slims. Uh, I'm matching you guys up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. Marble mediums and marble. Yeah, marble medium and light and reds. And I'll make sure the reds stay far away from the other reds because you guys will both be throwing up in the ring. So (laughs) I'll make sure I book it, you know, heavy and light. Fantastic. I love it. Uh, James, James, uh, James Haight was telling me uh, Modest is running his own school now up there. I guess he's running up in Oregon. He's doing some training, man. So if there's anybody up there in Oregon, Looking to get some good fundamentals and break into business, man. Gabe's got something going on down there, so there's some good training out there, some good places to roll around. So what, what's now? What's the trivia question? And can Zach and I play? I want to make sure we can get to play. No, no, no. You two can't play. Of course not. Why not? Uh, of course not. 
Oh, who are, are we? Got callers calling in to play? Yeah, if if no one calls in, then Zach and I have to be part at of it. Because you know, at the end, if, if, if no one calls no, 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 in, no, 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 Zach, Zach. If no one calls in, then you and I have to play for it. Because otherwise, you know, it's just a it, it's a rib. It's a big joke. Ooh, Russell Warehouse, give us a free gift, and no one's going to collect on. No way, we're going to collect that shoot interview. We we got to hear these callers. No, too. no. And I, matter of fact, I want Jeff Dino's mask. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. There's one of a kind. It's one of a kind. And I'm going to actually post the picture on my MySpace so you guys can all see it. Okay, okay. Okay, fine. What's the trivia question? All right, now here's the trivia question. Everybody and their mother knows that the Ultimo Dragon's shoot name is Yoshihiro Asai. What Japanese company did he first use the Ultimate Dragon gimmick in? Mm. Can I answer that? No, we can't oh. even play, remember? Oh. Oh, we're waiting yeah. for a caller. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for the callers. The call, the call in number is 347-215-7946. Call in. I'd love to give you this DVD. I'm looking at a stack of them right here. So I'd love to give you guys one. Oh, I actually didn't know his first name. And I what? forgot he invented the Asai Moonsault. Oh, Change your question. You more, why don't you make a, a, a local trivia question, like some of the local talent trivia? And that way, you, you know, we get some of the local guys some exposure. How about that? Okay. Um, what match in 1987 that was never filmed that damn well should have been filmed? In the garage, APW garage. No answer, Gabe. What? Oh, what match took place? Yeah, that oh. should have been filmed, but never was. 87, I was watching. No, 97, 97. 97. Yeah, 97. Oh, you know what happened is uh, Peter Hines didn't show up that day. That's why it wasn't filmed. That sucked. <laughs> that sucked. There were so many guys on that show. Oh, is your so phone ringing fun. yet? Hello, caller number one. What's your answer? Caller number two. You're talking to uh, Mr. Primetime. <laughs> Call number three. I don't hear that phone ringing, man. Nobody's listening to this damn Caller show. four. Sorry, you're incorrect. Caller five. Kate, we're talking to air right now. We're, talk we're just talking to one man. <laughs> I think we're being ribbed. I think we're like... I think it is. <laughs> I think it's just you and me on a conference call just hanging out. I haven't heard no callers or... Hey, what's, a... what's going on on... What's going on here on Rubber Guard Radio? This is uh, Donnie Ace from the WWE. Uh, I'd like to I'd like to sign Mr. Primetime over the radio. We need to, what's going on here? Call number seven. Try again. It was Johnny Ace. Call number eight. Oh man. Okay, it's obviously hey, we have hey, the hey, whole Bay area. Oh. Please, for the love of God, someone call in and make us feel like we haven't wasted two hours of our lives that we'll never get back by doing a show that no one's listening to. Oh, man. Hey, we, <laughs> we have downloaded. Y para los que no hablan inglés, por favor, hablen al número 347-759-ARIA-513. I was trying to answer these questions openly and honestly to give people the best advice I possibly could, and nobody's listening. <laughs> They are listening. You know what? I'm going to do it in Spanish. Maybe someone flipping through the, the, the blog talk might go, Buenos días, aquí está. Gabriel Ramirez con MPT y el zombie. Por favor, la primera pregunta aquí del Michael Mare shoot interview. From America, APW. Amazon. Caller number one. Dos. Tres. 
Oh, dude, this is a rib. We need, we need to, we need, okay, we need to ask this caller. Which NorCal indie pro wrestler has had the most blowouts in the wrestling ring <laughs> in their career? I know the answer. The Which guy one? I know has pooped his pants. Some, Adam Thornstow has had to have pooped his pants the most in the ring. Adam Thornstow or Rick Luxury? They're big poopers. Well, I'm sure that's a, a great trivia question to uh, keep in your memory bank. Actually. Well, okay, Gabe, what's the answer? Uh, uh, we got to get a call. We got to get a caller. We got to caller. We got a caller. Can't answer the question. I already know it. It's, it's it's between the two. Thornstow Luxury, who poops who poops the most. Wow. Let's take in the ring. Next, Adam. Look how far we've come in this interview. We went from giving the advice to younger kids to to promoting Pro Wrestling Revolution and how we've, been, we've sold out almost every show we've done last year and this year. And now we're talking about who poops the most. Oh god! I think my career as a promoter just took eight leap years backwards. I think we're just getting more comfortable with each other. So now the now the Hold conversation on. is really now, open. Now, up. now after having this conversation, I feel like I've gone backwards in time. Let me go ahead and book American Balloon on the next Jim Wars. Oh Please. man, that's Please, that's always that's awesome, guy. He's got a nice that's rack. Always awesome. He does have a nice rack. Now let me ask you this. You know, Zombie, that was your first Pro Wrestling Revolution show that you uh, took in in San Francisco. How would that show compare to all the other shows on the quote-unquote indie level that you've been to? Mm. Good question. Because I really pride myself on, on trying to make myself, you know, smarter than the average bear. And I work really hard to promote a, a show that makes you feel like you got your money's worth. So when you went and you watch a show, you watch a sold-out crowd of 1,100 people, and you watch some matches, some good ones, probably some bad ones, because obviously you, know, you, you can't expect every match to be the best. But how did, the show, how did the show compare to you? And you don't have to you know, lie, be honest. What do you think you know, our shows compare to, to other shows you've been around you know, on the indie level? All right. It felt like two shows in one. It really did. You had the indie guys on early, then you had your intermission, and then you went with the straight lucha, which was, I love the format. That was great. Uh, very well ran. Security did a good job. The door people, everybody got in a timely manner. Not one problem. It was good. So how does it compare to other companies in the area? Hey, watch it. Um, well, we're trying. We're trying to. We're trying to put the best. You got to put. You got to compare the best products and say, if you could ask me. Who my favorite wrestlers are, and what I think about these companies, I can give an honest evaluation. We need to hear how does Pro Wrestling Revolution compare to all the other promotions in Northern California you've watched. That's a great question. Okay, okay, I can't, I can't lump Kirk White in there. Kirk White is completely different than anybody else. So he's out, he's out on his own. Um, Why is that? He's just, he just does, he just does things completely different. He does his own thing. Um, he doesn't use guardrail. Did you yeah, but see, the thing is, though, is um, you can't separate it. It's all the same thing. You know, he's still a pro wrestling promoter, and he's been doing it for a long time. And he's very—he's overlooked a lot because people have that, that, that feeling about him. I mean, that guy brings in a lot of names. He promotes his own guys. And whether people like him or not, he, those guys got work, and they're working quality opponents. And he has a good little... Uh, good venue, he draws good crowds, and he's a really good guy. I mean, you know, obviously he runs, you know, uh, uh, you know, a different style that I may run and so on, but bottom line, it's still pro wrestling. Making we, money, still huh? in, we still invest 
on commercials and, and, and busting our bus with flyers. So, I mean, you know, you, it's apples and oranges, but it, it's all the same thing, you know. It's still fruit, you know, so it's still pro wrestling, you know. And, uh, and, he's, and, he's, and he's making money, yeah. And he's making money, you know. No one does this, for, well, not no one, but not everyone likes to do this just for kicks, you know. No one does it just to... Especially as a promoter who doesn't wrestle, I know Zach's in a different situation. But me, you know, again, I'm not on the shows, and you know, I don't put myself on the shows. I actually promote. So, you know, if I'm not going to have my name in lights and get to wrestle my favorite, you know, my favorite guy I always wanted to wrestle, if I'm on the backside trying to make money, then why else would I do it? I wouldn't do it just because, uh, you know, my name's on the poster or anything. I want to do because I want to make money and, and, and make a living from it. And you know, and you so, know what I think too, Gabe? I think I think that. There's different stages of professional wrestling, and that's what I, that's what I love about you, man. Because there's different stages. There's there's good starting points. There's 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 lower promotions. There's places you learn at, but I think at the stage when you've been doing this for ten years and going on, I, I think you need to, you know, maybe you don't need to make a million dollars, but if you can make a living at this, whether you're a wrestler or promoter, you've really made it. If you can pay your bills off of doing this, then you have made it. That's the way I look at it. And it's, it's, it's sad for me sometimes because everyone get marks out for themselves and they get on a level where they think, oh, it's just because you're doing this and you draw more people or whatever. But and that's just, that's, everyone needs this. Like Gabe always tells me, everyone needs to think high, and that's what they've got to do. If we're not thinking to make California sold-out shows in every venue and make it big and huge and, and a big spectacle of the wrestling, then we're not giving it our, our best effort, man. So... You, back to the question. You guys still haven't answered. I love, I, I love to hear. And it's not because I want you to say, oh, you're the best. By far, no. Because if, in everything in life, you always got to strive to improve. I'll tell you off the bat, I love the show, and I'm already making changes from that show, the things that I'm going to make adjustments on. When you stop making adjustments and when you stop learning, that's when you're done, period. Oh, <laughs> Okay, That's done. Right. Period. I, I, I will go out on a limb. I will say that that show I went to of yours last month was probably the best show I've been to in probably the last calendar, the, the last year. And I've I've been to shows in San Diego. I've been to shows up here. I've been to Big Time. I've been to Fog City. But there was nothing. It wasn't ran as smooth as yours. Whew, Gabe, then I cut I cut the bullet right there, bro, because he ain't been to a PCW show yet. Yeah, all right, all right. We don't forget that you model your company after mine, so I'll still be better. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. Hold on. Caller number 77. Caller number 77. No. All right. What's the answer, Gabe? Hold on. waiting for caller 209 to call. He'll have it. Come on, everyone. The answer is, is Michael Modis and Fish's Vic Grimes. Mike, I got a question. I got a question for you, Zombie. Sure. And Mike and Miss uh, Primetime Zach Reeve here. My question is: Has anybody really called because you've quit asking us questions? No. Okay. Somebody please call. <laughs> Somebody please call. I don't, call. I don't know. We we don't get we don't to be honest we don't get many people that listen live. It's mostly downloads. Oh good. Oh great! You should have told me that. Well. We would have hung up a long just, time ago. I could just, I could just imagine, I could just imagine some of the people right now about to download on the computer and then literally download while they're watching it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh God, wrestle, wrestle talk. Let's get it on right now. I'll tell you. You know what? One thing I, I do want to talk is, uh, 
you know, for those of you uh, who are not familiar with Pro Wrestling Revolution, I encourage you to go to our website, ProWrestlingRevolution.com, and go up to our upcoming events. And right now, as I look at it, as I speak to everyone now, I'm looking at King City, February 21st, Santa Maria, March 28th, Las Vegas, April 13th, San Francisco, June 6th, Santa Maria, June 26th, Bakersfield, June 27th, and I just added San Jose, November 21st. That is something I am very, very, very proud of. We're doing, I think, uh, last count, we're doing, we're doing a total of 10 shows this year. A total of 10 shows. And I am so proud of the work that myself, uh, Shannon, my wife, uh, Rosa, you know, who deals with all our, um, our Lucha correspondence with, uh, with Mexico and CMLL, um, guys like Zach and Tito Aquino and Oliver John, Derek Sanders, all the roster that, that, that works with me on a regular basis. You know, I'm very proud to say that well, we're going to be having 10 shows. And to me, that says a lot about what we're doing, you know, and hopefully people, you know, will, will take notice. You know, obviously I am not the most popular Internet company, but that's okay because we're still drawing, you know, thousands of you know, people at our shows. And I just hope that people will go out there and take a look, you know, and uh, check out the product. Don't frown um, the Lucha Libre. Don't frown the fact that we don't have uh, six-month booking backward storylines. We are giving you a solid show, a solid product, a variety of, of talent. And, God, you know, Oliver John versus Mr. Wilson number four. Come on, give me a break. Michael Modest, MPT, those Mysterios. I mean, you know, it's not very often you could just see, you know, talent like that. And, and we're doing it in different towns. And I can't. I, I, I encourage someone to tell me which is the last promotion that's run shows like this in California. There's oh not. God, man, that's that's the best part is that you're There's doing not. it in different towns, man. There's not. You know, I mean, I'm very thankful to have guys um, like Dave Marquez from the NWA, you know, who who consistently support everything I do, and and have, you know, Marty, you know, I'm very very lucky to have a huge team that that support everything we do. You know, join the NWA. It's probably one of the best things I've ever done in pro wrestling, you know, because uh, I've learned so much from them. I learned, you know, TV and working the TV tapings, you know, uh, help from guys like Jason Dedrich, who I've known since 96. And think about that, 96, that's how long I've known Jason. And we've gone through battles and fights and, and threats and wanting to kill each other to, to finally coming full circle and understanding exactly, you know, what he is. And, and I think maybe why I fought him all these years because I couldn't quite understand what he's trying to show me. And now that I am where I am now, I definitely see, you know, his vision. And with help like him and, and Chris Kelsley, you know, I'm blessed. I am so blessed. And and I encourage everyone to, to come out and, and, you know, for everyone who out there is trying to start a new promotion, I did an interview not too long ago with another station, and they asked me, you know, what advice do you have for an independent guy who wants to start his own promotion? And the answer is real simple. Don't. Don't start a promotion because we have too many watered-down products as it is right now. You know, sometimes I feel like people want to be, you know, uh, really big, big fish and really small, small piss ponds. You know, uh, make, you know, perfect your craft before you try to go out and, and make it better. It took me many, many years before I did what I'm doing now. And I, don't, and I think if I would have done this sooner, I probably would have failed. You know, you'll know when it's that time, you know, so... Look at Zach. You know, Zach's been able to build his company from the ground up, but he hasn't forgotten, you know, the value of professionalism, you know, hard work, 
and all those details that go into making a good company. You know, so if you're out there trying to start a new company, don't do it. If you want to learn about pro wrestling, you want to learn the back end and behind the curtain per se. By all means, email us. You know, loved. We would love to have more help on these shows because we definitely have a, a lot of uh, a lot of shows going on, and there's no way I'd be able to do ten shows in one year if I didn't have a a, a great roster of talent and a great support support team with me. So I'm very thankful to, to have all that. I mean, I know we've been joking around all night, and I, I love it, but, you know, there is a serious side, you know, to, to pro wrestling, and that, that, I think that's what I have, you know, that makes me successful. Tremendous. Amen. Definitely. Amen. Caller number 49. And caller number 50, I agree <sighs> with oh what God. Mr. Ramirez said. I'd, I'd like to say, too, man, that just like Gabe did, you got to – you got to give credit to people where you got to give credit, and I got to give credit to APW and Lowen Alexander and Gabe Ramirez for bringing me in, Robert Thompson for teaching me some stuff, JJ Perez, um, uh, Cannibal Cannibal Drake Nelson and Tom Bocci do the territory, and I wouldn't get to see a lot of my stuff, and it wouldn't even make it to recording if they didn't record it. So I mean, like Gabe said, there's just so many people that go in. To everything you do, man. I got a, I got a kid named Mitch, and uh, Mitch Valentine, and I taught that kid in the last two years how to run my promotion. He's a 20, 21 year old kid who can run his own promotion, get the get everything done, and get a show ready to go. And I mean, it, people teach people, and if you shut your mouth and open up your ears, there'll be people out there that are feeding you information. Because if you can do something that they don't got to stress over and worry about and it gets done and you're responsible for it. It's just like a job, man. Just like Gabe said, it's just like a job. A lot of people, you got to give a lot of people credit. Like he mentioned, Jason Didrich and Chris Kelsey, you got to give those people credit because that's, that's who's capturing this product besides the fans. Yeah. So I do want to say thank you to, to all those people and then to my kids who are staying up late to, to listen to dad on the radio and say hello to Shakara and Gianna, hello, kids. Go to bed. It's past your bedtime, you know. But Zombie Man, this is awesome. But I still want to hear someone call in so we can give away the the stack of DVDs or the Michael Moss. Well, do you think we're not getting no callers because we're giving away a prize nobody wants? Ooh, hey, Gabe, Gabe, hey, Gabe. Hey, I conducted the shoot. Be nice. Oh. All right, <laughs> next caller gets a free copy here. of PCW's Chain Reaction. Uh oh! I got a question for you, Gabe. Yeah. Is your daughter Shakira still training to become a professional wrestler? You know what? She wasn't trained to be a pro wrestler. She was trained to, you know, she wanted to referee. And not many people know this. She was being trained by Max Marquez, and uh, she's gotten pretty far. Um, lately, we took a little bit of a break just because with all these shows, the teardown and the, you know, the ring is so so much. We can't always have the ring up, you know, to to have workouts, but yeah, she, uh, I don't know how many people actually watch the, the documentary of, you know, the, the good, the bad, and the promoter, you actually got to see my daughter, uh, getting some training by Otagoncito and Max Marquez, and a couple of times, Mr. Primetime has gotten in the ring with her and helped her with, you know, with some of her stuff, and, you know, it's very surreal to watch my daughter get in there, because last I remember when I, you know, we were first doing shows, you know, she was screaming, West Side, West Side for the West Side Players, and she was, what, only four years old, screaming for Robert Thompson and Boyce Legrand. And then you fast forward, now she's in the ring, you know, taking forward roles on her bumps and, you know, trying to learn psychology. And 
And then, you know, now she sells merchandise. She's in charge of the merchandise department that we have here. And it's very surreal, you know, but I'm very proud and I'm very happy. And I always thank my family because if it wasn't for the support of my wife and, and my daughter, you know, there's no way I, I'd be able to do what I'm doing now. Oh, yeah, Sh- Shannon's awesome. I, I asked that, bro, because I, I did watch the good, the bad, the promoter, the thing you put up. And I remember when I first went down there and you told me to get in the ring and you were yelling at her like one of the students and I was teaching her the forward roll. And she finally got it at the end of the day, but I was watching her on that, and she was actually moving around the ring and getting everything. You know what I mean? So I was just I was asking because I I hadn't seen her lately live do it, but I seen her on that uh, good bad and the promoter, and I remember when she started. So I just hope you know, like you know, I'm when I first started and I first got into pro wrestling, you know, I I might have taken for granted the people around me, but now when I look back, you know. Ten plus years later, you know, I was surrounded by a lot of talented people. You know, Zombie was around that area. He wasn't quite back area like I was, you know, but he he's very aware of the talent, you know, that I was around. And, and to have, you know, my daughter being trained by Otagoncito, Pequeño Piroth, and guys of that, you know, who are legends in Mexico, I don't know if she quite gets it, you know, but she's definitely gets some great training. And, you know, and not to sell it short, but when those guys are here, they've trained a lot of guys like, uh, you know, uh, I know a couple of people have come and worked out with some of the Mings I brought in. And, you know, these Mings may be small, but, man, get in the ring with them and work out is an absolute, you know, uh, you know, uh, wrestle fest per se because a lot of these guys end up getting out of the ring with their tongues hanging out and they're shocked out of their minds. These small little guys can put on a clink the way they do. You know what I mean? So people and, always look, uh, people always frown on, on lucha libre saying it's not a real sport i encourage you to learn it and you'll see, you'll be really surprised to what actually takes you know to learn a different craft a lot of these luchadors are forced to learn the american style and they and some of them excel and well i i encourage you know a lot of the americans to learn the lucha style i know a couple of times i had zach at the you know sit down at our place working out and try to teach him some lucha and uh and i think he cut on at the end cut on at the end and it only makes Zach, not because Zach's become the next LWO member, but it comes down to markability. And when someone calls me and says, hey, do you have an American guy who can do lucha? My answer is absolutely yes. I have a variety of them. I have Zach Reeb. I have Derek Sanders. I have Oliver John. You know, I have guys who can work that style. You know, so, you know, don't sell yourself short. You know, learn as much as you can from as many people as you can. Keep an open mind. And, and one thing I do want to say is a lot of young kids right now in Northern California, you know, Zach's talked about that. There's a lot of young kids right now who are scared shitless on where to work and what to do and who not to be an ass to and not to burn a bridge. Sometimes in life, guys, and I'm just being completely honest, sometimes in life you guys got to be grown men and make your own decisions for yourself. Stop being zombies. Stop following sheep. Make your own <laughs> decisions for yourself. Grow a pair of balls and say yes or say no. You know, nothing. I don't hate nothing more than someone who can't even make up their mind. Because to me, the worst possible answer to anything someone asks you is, I don't know. Because I think, to me, it's the biggest cop-out answer to anything. Because if I asked you, zombie, would you like to have a, a glass of, of piss, you would not say, I don't know. You'd say, God, no. God, no, I don't want it. You wouldn't say, I don't know. So sometimes in life, be grown men, grown women, make your own decisions, and don't be afraid, you know. Don't be afraid of big bad wolf. Do your own thing. Do your own thing. It is. And, and, and be honest, supportive. Support all companies. Whether you think I hate everyone or I don't hate everybody, 
I encourage everyone to support indie wrestling, period. Whether it be, you know, PCW, whether it be, you know, anyone, name it across the board, anything with a W, you know, support it because it, it encourages, you know, everyone to like wrestling and it gives an opportunity to guys like the younger kids to get experience, you know, and when they're ready to work at a bigger level, I love and be more than happy to have them on my shows. There it is. Hold on, hold on. It's 8.58. We got two more minutes. We got two minutes to someone to please call in and take this Michael Modest shoot interview provided by Jeff Dino from We're dying the Warehouse. Here. We're dying here. <sighs> what about if I give away one of my shoot interviews from the onestopwrestleshop.com? You can get Chain Reaction from PCW. You can get some Pro Wrestling Revolution DVDs. How about some, you know, some of you guys don't know, some of you younger kids out there listening, if you guys need some boots, go down to the onestopwrestleshop.com and get some boots, guys. I get my boots from Puerto Rico. These are not the kind that you get online, and they rip. Obviously, I did have one pair of boots that ripped to shreds that Joey destroyed, but that hasn't happened since. So if you guys look at guys like Dylan Drake, Tito Aquino, a lot of those guys are wearing the boots that they got off, you know, the One Stop Wrestle Shop. Check them out. Get a pair of boots. Uh, they're definitely cheap, economic, and if it's your first pair of boots and you can't afford, you know, K&H, check them out. Okay, That's one minute left, know. guys. K&H, Somebody baby. please call in and get this yeah, damn DVD off our hands. Yeah, Gabe, can I tell can I can I end it with a joke on my part? Yes, 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 yes. Is it a buccaneer? Okay. Hey, zombie, what's the, what's the definition of indefinitely? No answer? Nope. When my balls are pancaked against two butt cheeks, I'm indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, oh, little humor there. Little humor there. Thank you for having me, though. I enjoyed it, man. It was fun, Zach. Uh, plug, plug your promotion in your MySpace. Uh, I actually don't know the MySpace. But, uh, the new website that we're relaunching is www.pcwprowrestling.com www.pcwprowrestling.com will be it'll be up in about a week and uh, Gabe Ramirez makes my logos thank you Gabe <laughs> oh man well thank you so much for having us on prowrestling-revolution.com man thank you so much guys I, I love coming on here it's always fun to to talk wrestling and just have a good time and sometimes it's good not to take wrestling so serious so thank yeah, you for having us on and, and, and putting up with our uh our, our, our BS and stuff, so it's definitely fun. Hey, um, hey, zombie, so, zombie, you know so, what time it is? It's four twenty. It's prime time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, 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 my, no medicinal fold, man on the phone. Nine one one. I got a guy on the phone. We need to we need to get someone down here. He's, uh, hey, hey, illegally now. smoking the product. Hey, you're just, you're just a little sick because uh, we didn't hang out after Gabe's last show. But I got a roll, guys. It was nice having you guys on again. Thanks, man. All right, All right guys. Good. Thanks. Yep. Good night. Awesome. Okay, that was Gabe Ramirez and Mr. Prime Time. Well, that was uh, definitely a wacky interview. Uh, it was different. And it's always fun to talk to Gabe. And, and thanks for coming on, Zach. It, it was a, definitely a fun show. Uh, check out the sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com and slambamjam.com also you can find us on angrymarks.com as well and if you're on MySpace hit us up myspace.com backslash rubberguardradio or you can email me directly k-i-d-z-o-m-b-i-e 2000 at aol.com I will be back on next week with Dan Farron and Kurt Brown good night guys
Oh, support your local indies. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.